Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey friends, this is Kim Peek, the Chief Wellness Warrior here at Power of Run, and also the hostess for Power Up Your Performance. I wanted to talk today about how to run your first 5K. I know that there are lots of you out there who maybe aren't runners, maybe you're not even walking right now, but we're kind of getting into the end of summer, early fall 5K season, and there's so many great races to run or walk and charities and causes to support. And I want you to be able to run or walk that 5K if that's something you want to do. I was thinking the other day while I was running that I've talked to a lot of people lately who are maybe in their mid-40s to mid-50s who are feeling like their bodies are falling apart. Just fitness is getting hard. Maybe they can't run the way they used to. Maybe they want to get on the ground and play with their grandchildren and their bodies just aren't allowing them. Or maybe it's something like you're trying to walk up and down the stairs and your body just hurts and you just don't like that extra trip up the stairs that you used to make. And one of the things that I've been thinking about is that it really doesn't have to be that way. Do not let your age or even how you feel today dictate your activity level. I want you to be able to move and enjoy life and enjoy all those things that you used to love, that you've always loved, that maybe you haven't been able to do for a while. And this summer, one of the things that I have done is I went to San Diego to the Idea World Fitness Convention, and I got to take a bunch of classes from experts in a whole bunch of areas. I did a functional aging specialist certification And then I also took some classes related to breast cancer and cancer exercise. And I'm really excited about that because I'm eager to help that age group and those those populations. But I'm also excited about it because we learned so many things that just, I just want people to know. I feel like if I could just reach through this microphone right now and just shake everybody and say, you don't have to put up with what your body is doing. We can start to make you stronger and make you more mobile so that you can be more active. And the important, two important things that I want you to think about when it comes to this are one, keeping it fun because just keeping it fun is what keeps us motivated long-term. You might decide that you want to do it to lose weight, or you might decide to do something because you have a class reunion coming up and everybody you know is doing whatever this race that maybe you're signed up for, or you just want to look good for it. But those are short-term motivators. And when we start looking long-term and thinking about a lifestyle that we want to maintain, it takes more than just that short-term thing. And usually what we realize is that research shows that the big motivator is maybe a fun factor, 
maybe something that you're doing with friends and your friends and that tribe keep you coming back. But most likely, it's that you have realized that the exercise and the movement that you're doing makes you feel better. Maybe you're less depressed or you're more energized or your mind is just more clear. You don't have that brain fog anymore. There's so many benefits mentally and physically to moving. And and often by the time you get done working out, you have that elevated mood. So I don't want to keep here, sit here and keep selling you on the idea that you need to move if you're not already active. But I do want to jump right into my top 10 ways to jump in to training for your first 5K. And I am going to pop up a little screen share here for people who are watching the video version of this. I have a great download that you can find on my website. It is called Walk, Run or Walk Your First 5K. And I'm just going to show a few slides from that. If you want that, it is free. It's a, I don't know, almost 30-page guide. And it has training plan, free training plans in the back and just all of the general information that you might want to know about how to get started running your first 5K. My best advice for you is to just do it. If it's something that you think you might want to do, commit to it and just do it. Make it happen. Put it on your calendar, set a date, and just decide right then and there. So that's step number one. Step number two, I want you to choose a race. If you are not currently running or walking, you might want to pick a race that's three to four months from now. So if you have time to train slowly without having to rush things, because when you rush things and you get all stressed out about it, you're likely to quit for one. But when you're rushing that, your body isn't making the physiological adaptations it needs to and you're more likely to get hurt. So give yourself plenty of time. Three to four months should be good if you are not running or walking at all. This episode is brought to you by me, Coach Kim. If you would like to run your first 5K, half marathon, marathon, or triathlon this year, give me a call. Send me an email. Let's talk. I work with people of all ability levels, and I am here to tell you, you deserve to have a coach. It is not just for elite athletes. I can work with you one-on-one, or you can look at one of my group coaching programs. But if you want somebody who can cheer you on, check in with you weekly, track your progress, help you through those tough points, and help you make the decisions that are involved with training, give me a call, send me an email. Let's do a FaceTime or a Zoom call and let's see if having a coach would be right for you. Next, get a plan. So one of the things you can do is download that free guide that I have on my website or, and I'll put that in the notes But if you go to crushingmygoals.com, you should be able to find it where all the freebies are. So set that goal, um, choose your race, then get a plan. You can download my free guide, which has three different plans in the back of it. 
Or I also have a full-blown Run Your First 5K program that is a 16-week program, which fits the timeline we were talking about. And that is a paid program, but it comes with videos and exercises and a Facebook support group and just lots of one-on-one and group interaction for you. So that's also an option. You can also Google training plans and 5K training plans, and you can come up with lots of options if you don't like the options I'm providing. Step number four, I want you to be consistent. Consistency is the most important thing. So how do you make sure that you're consistent? Consistent. For one, put the race in your calendar. Schedule your workouts in your calendar just like you would an appointment. Make an appointment with yourself to work out at least three times a week while you are getting started. A good idea is to run every other day and also have one full day off a week as a rest day. So those are just some ideas for you there. Get those in your calendar. Be consistent though, because if you only run on weekends, you get a little bit of deconditioning and your body just really needs to build up that getting used to running, especially when you're starting out because sometimes it's just uncomfortable and the more you run, the less uncomfortable it becomes. Also, if you take a bunch of time off every time you start over, you're starting over and the first couple of weeks are always the hardest in that starting over phase. So just don't let yourself get there. Put it in your calendar, hold that appointment, keep that appointment. If you need to find a running buddy who will hold you accountable. And again, if you enroll in one of my programs, you have lots of running buddies already built in, but you don't have to do that. It could be a friend or a spouse or one of your children. Just find somebody to help keep you accountable. Write it down. Another thing that I suggest is to write it down. Make that goal bold, make that goal big, put it on Facebook, maybe make signs in your house or on your steering wheel, on your fridge, any place that it is going to be visible to you so that you can remember what your goal is. Now make it big and colorful, go all out, make a vision board, do whatever you need to get yourself excited and to keep yourself excited about it every day. Fifth. It is okay to do a walk-run. It is okay to only walk. You decide what you can do. The important thing is that you want to progress from day to day or week to week. So if you are, if you start out walking five minutes and doing a slow jog for 30 seconds, that's fantastic. That is your starting point. Now the next time. See if you can decrease your walk just slightly and increase your run just slightly. You might do that in five-second increments or 10-second increments. It is completely up to you. Just use a piece of paper, get a spreadsheet, whatever. Again, use your calendar, whatever works for how your brain works. But track it so that you know what your starting point was and what your goals are each day. You don't have to do anything elaborate, just you're competing against yourself. You're trying to beat 
what you did the day before, even if it is just by just a smidge. So don't stress out about all the people you see running or that somebody's going to make fun of you for walking. You be you. That is the most important thing. Also, you will want to alternate your hard and easy days. This is tip number six. So when you're first starting out, you want to run one day, rest one day, run one day, rest one day, or run one day and maybe take a yoga class on the off day, then run the next day and maybe do a cycle class. Just something to mix it up. But remember that if running is your big challenge and if it's hard, the day after you run, you want that to be something that feels that maybe is still active, but feels more restorative, something that's not as hard on you because our bodies recover at rest. And if you want, or our bodies make the physical adaptations that we are trying to achieve when we are resting. So if you're going hard all the time and you're not taking any rest days, your body is not going to get the benefit that it would have if you would just cool it a little bit, and make sure you get those rest days in. Number seven, when you start running, or this is for anybody who's running, be safe. Think about your environment. Think about where you are. Think about your surroundings. It's never your fault if something happens, but be smart so that you are in a well-lit, visible area, just be safe so that people, make sure that people, when you go out running, make sure that you know people, somebody knows where you're going to be, leave a note at home saying what your route might be, talk to a friend who, or always buddy up. Just be safe, have a buddy system, and make sure people know where you're going to be. Also, along with being safe, I would remind you that headphones are great for keeping us distracted or pumping us up, but in a race, they can be a little bit dangerous because you want to be able to be aware of your surroundings, know where the runners are around you, hear if somebody's shouting at you, saying that they're getting ready to come up behind you. And when you're out running, whether you're alone or with a group, you want to also be aware of you know, hearing the footsteps, hearing traffic, hearing the noises made by emergency vehicles, the sirens or trains, and you just want to be aware. So we all know that. Oh, another great tip that goes along with my safety tip is to wear some sort of ID on you if you don't want to carry a driver's license. Lots of people use a product called Road ID, and the Road ID is just a bracelet that you put on that has all your important information on it. I know that if you carry an iPhone, if you go into the emergency contact information, there's an emergency screen at the front. You can fill that out so that an emergency responder would have your emergency info. And also some of the different tracker products and watches also have an app now where you can share your run with somebody. And actually, that's a feature on your iPhone, too. You can ha- let somebody track your whereabouts. So not to belabor that point, but I just want to make sure everybody is safe. 
And if you are watching things on my screen and you're watching the video version, none of this is related to what I'm talking about. I am just clicking through the presentation that you can download as the run your first 5K guide that I have. So you're kind of getting a little bit of a preview here. Let's see, number eight, make it fun. Meet with friends, run with friends. If you aren't able to get your schedule to mesh up with your friends, come up with a way that you can enjoy it, whether it's running, coming up with some sort of a pattern while you run, where you run during the choruses of a song and slow down for the verses, or you're running so many stoplight poles and then you walk so many poles or, you know, just whatever is fun to you. You could put on your headset and run while you're talking to your child. I don't know. But come up with a way that's fun and motivating and inspiring to you. I know also people who take chalk with them on the run and they write motivational messages for other people to find during their walk breaks. Just make it fun. Come up with something that will keep you inspired to go back. I also know people who will pray for people on every mile, or you could do it for a 5K, every half mile, every quarter mile, every block. You come up with a different person to pray for, or maybe a mantra that you say, something motivational and uplifting, or maybe it's just meeting a friend for coffee afterwards, or texting a friend and talking about how your run went. So just some ideas to help you remember that this is supposed to be fun. So you'll do this more and stick with it longer if you can come up with your own way to bring that fun factor into what you're doing. Number nine, lots of people find that running is more fun or just endurance events in general, if you find a deeper meaning. So whether that's running for a charity, doing a 5K that is attached to a charity or a cause that is important to you, um, like I said, maybe the deeper meaning is that it gives you time to meditate or think or plan with, without a bunch of noise in your house. Those are all good ways to make your running have a deeper meaning or um, the praying for every mile or every quarter mile or every five minutes or whatever. Those are all good ways to make running more meaningful. But what a lot of people do is that they find a charity or an organization and either run for them or buddy up in a way that benefits a charitable organization. And my last tip for you today, number 10, Get outside of your head. I do not want you thinking about what other people are thinking about you or comparing yourself to other people. Your pace is your pace. You are just starting out. You are, you don't know what other people have been through. Even the fastest people that you see, a lot of those people, most of those people, all had injuries at some point that they had to recover from. Everybody knows what it's like to be a new runner. Everybody knows what it's like to be coming back after an injury. You run long enough, something is going to happen. 
And what you might not realize in your early days as a runner, in your early weeks as a runner, is that runners are great people. Runners love seeing other people out running. Nobody is making fun of you. Nobody is making mean comments under their breath. Nobody is talking about you when you're running or walking and they're driving by in their car. These are things that I know we all worry about. Even the fastest runners worry about these things. So get outside of your own head. Don't worry about what other people are thinking. Instead, focus on how you feel, how great this run is making you feel, how clear your mind is, how much happier you are, how, how good the run feels. And, and just remember that if there is somebody who says something negative about you, that says a whole lot more about them, as the saying goes, than it does about you. It means nothing about you because you are out there getting off the couch. You are out there moving. And that is a huge win. So those are my tips today for running. 10 tips to get started, 10 things for you to think about. But my most important thing is just get out there and move. There are so many benefits to just movement. And more and more research is coming out that shows that movement is not just good for our bodies. It is also good for our brains. And movement, such as high-intensity interval exercise or running or just getting out and walking but including a couple of faster bursts, all of that is good for our brains. It helps protect us against cognitive decline as we age, things like dementia. It also helps with helping us with things like depression, anxiety, ADHD. Now, I'm not saying that that is a cure for anything, but is absolutely a treatment option that if you're working with a mental health professional, will help you along with whatever services they are offering. So keep that in mind also. And yeah, there's just so much brain research that shows the benefits of, of movement. So whatever you do, I don't care if you run, I don't care what you do, but find something you love and find a way to stick with it and keep moving. The majority of the people in, our, in the United States are not getting the recommended amount of exercise on a weekly basis, and it, it's hurting us. It's hurting us, especially as we age. So get out there and move. Make it a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign Power of Run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes. And remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.